Welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast, where we dig into not only what it takes to start a business, but to keep your business thriving for years to come using my signature CFO money method framework. I'm your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA and business financial coach. I have over 20 years of experience in business, and it is my passion to share my knowledge of business finance and personal finance with other women. You can also follow me with my column at Forbes.com or my column with Entrepreneur.com. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Think Like a CFO with Melissa Houston CPA podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. This has been a dream of mine in the works for quite a while now. So you're joining me on the very first podcast that I'm putting out into the world, and I am super excited about this project. I have so much business information to share with you, and I'm stoked to do it on this platform. I can't believe we're here together, but here we are. I'm a total introvert, so launching this podcast for you today is definitely putting me out of my comfort zone in a big way. But it's all good because I get to be here with you and I get to pass along information, so much of the information that I have learned firsthand throughout my over 20 year career in business. So today I'll start with a solo episode. That way I thought it would be better because I could introduce myself, I could introduce the podcast, and let you in on why I decided to start the Think Like a CFO podcast and tell you about my hopes and dreams and achievements for this podcast are. So why did I decide to start Think Like a CFO? Well, I am a Canadian business entrepreneur, and when I did my own search for women entrepreneur podcast shows that had Canadian content, Well, my search went kind of flat. I wanted a show that spoke to the struggles of starting your own business, of growing your business, and how women run their own business. I really wanted to hear interesting stories that not only I could relate to, but I could resonate with me. I wanted to be moved and inspired to do better. I wanted to be challenged and hear about the challenges that women like me faced in business and issues specifically for women. And what I didn't want is high-level speak that just ended up confusing me or took too much mind energy to listen to. I just wanted a nice, casual podcast conversation with real people about real business issues that I could learn from. I wanted real interaction and real-world experience and casual language. So, as a mentor once told me, if you can't find what you're looking for, get out there and create it. This is the best advice ever. So here I am. I'm putting all this goodness out into the podcast community, truly hoping that you're going to enjoy this and learn from it. And if there are some great podcast shows that I'm missing, I'd love for you to tell me about them. You can send them to my email. I'm always looking for great podcast shows to follow. I'm always looking for new inspiration. And I love to hear real people's stories. So as I made this decision about starting my own podcast, I got to thinking deeper about this podcast. And I started wondering, well, what exactly is it that I can offer? What should I make this podcast look like? How can I help listeners add real value to the listening experience? And I came up with this vision. My vision for Think Like a CFO is to help women entrepreneurs with their business 
by having women looking at their finances and helping them get to know their own business numbers. So I decided to combine my 20 years of business experience, my formal CPA accreditation, and my joy of working with women to bring you Think Like a CFO. And at this point, you may be wondering, what the heck is a CFO? And why should I even care about this? So before we go any further, I'd like to define the role of a CFO. A CFO is short for a chief financial officer. And the CFO works directly beside the CEO of a business. And I know you keep hearing influencers speak to the importance of being your own CEO. But I'd like to have you consider this. Take it a little bit of a step further. A CEO relies on the CFO to give them financial information. And I'm encouraging you to take a small step further to include the knowledge of your finances in your CEO role. The CFO has primary responsibility for managing the company's finances, including financial planning, the management of the financial risks, record keeping, and financial reporting. The CFO informs the CEO of the financial health of the business and offers advice, guidance, and analysis of financial information to the CEO so that the CEO can make informed business decisions and do what is in best interest of the business. So this may sound a little dull, but we are going to get into more detail about it because it really is exciting when you start seeing how your numbers can work for you. The excitement will start stirring in you, I promise. But before we go any further, I just want to emphasize that I am not recommending that you become an accountant and get stuck in the weeds of the finances. No, you can leave that job to the bookkeeper and your tax accountant or year-end accountant that you currently may already have. What I'm asking you to consider is to get more involved in your finances so that you get to know your business inside and out and you can make informed business decisions yourself. But this can be done at a higher level, and I'll speak to that further in a few minutes. So over the years of working with many fabulous business owners and project managers, I noticed that as a general rule, they shy away from their numbers, and they did not know them as well as they should. The numbers become emotional when the common response is that people fear the numbers, they get anxiety or embarrassment that they don't know their numbers, and it doesn't need to be that way. I get it. Learning something new can feel completely overwhelming, but I want to break through the noise and show you that it doesn't have to be that hard, and I want to give you the information that you need without a bunch of noise that's just going to confuse you. It is impossible to grow your business well if you don't understand your financial foundation. And I am passionate about getting this message out there. But I also know that it would be a real struggle to get your attention if I just talk about numbers all the time in business scenarios. So I took my big, brilliant idea a step further and thought, What if I interviewed real people and talked with them about their businesses, and I combined a money lesson story in there somewhere? Maybe that would interest you. You see, I know numbers, and I know how much value it brings to you as a business owner to know your numbers, 
And I want you to get excited about these numbers as much as you can. Because when you know your numbers, you will be making more money. And more money means more profit. More profit is what happens at the bottom line. The profit is what you're taking home at the end of the day. And yes, if you found that was a bold statement about making more money, don't worry. We're also going to talk about money mindset issues on this show. Because there's nothing wrong with wanting to make more money and want to work towards building your wealth or want to even build an empire. And you need to own that. You need to make your dreams come true. And you cannot hold yourself back with negative self-talk. If you have a dream, you need to believe in your dream and just go for it. And I am here to support you and maybe give you the push that you need. So not only do I love numbers, I love business. And what I love more than business is I love to see other women succeed. I love to see them successfully launch, grow and scale their businesses. And I want to provide a platform for these amazing women to talk about their businesses and talk about the struggles and the challenges that they faced by starting their business, the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur, and how they have handled the struggles and the fun and excitement that being a business owner brings. I mean, I don't want any topic to be off limit because let's be real here. We're all entrepreneurs, I'm assuming. And, you know, we do this because we have a fire in our hearts. There's a passion. You're putting yourself out there in the world. You've worked hard on what it is that you deliver, your zone of genius, whatever that may be. And the opportunities are endless. However, we have our bad days. We have times where we just need a push. And I want this to be a safe place for you to come and listen to other people and their struggles and know that they've struggled and they felt like a complete failure, yet they have pushed through and succeeded because quitting should not be an option. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. As I mentioned earlier, I am a chartered professional accountant, which is also known as a CPA, and I live in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. I'm married and we have two teenagers. My oldest just turned 18, which launches me into an ugly cry every time I think about how I'm losing my baby. And my youngest is a girl and she's 17 and I swear she's going on 25. I adore her and she keeps me on my toes. And I love the fact that she's still in high school and she's technically still my baby. I don't have to let her loose into the world yet. So I hang on to that. And then my husband, Jamie, well, he makes me laugh every single day. And I don't know what I would do without him. I absolutely adore that man. So now professionally, as I mentioned, I have over 20 years of business experience. And I'm excited to share that with you. I've spent that time working with project managers and business owners just like you, helping them get to know their numbers and helping them understand their financial information. And this is an important skill for entrepreneurs to have, because when you know your numbers, you're going to make your business more profitable. It is by far the easiest way to make your business more profitable, because I know you've heard the influencers and experts out there touting, make more sales, you know, make your sales, multiple six figure, seven figure businesses. But the reality of it is these numbers do not mean anything if you don't have the profit to back them up. I have seen so many times businesses that can make these multiple sales figures and they are impressive. 
But if you're spending every penny that's coming in and possibly more, then that's not doing your business any favors. So you will also find me in the media as I have my own columns in both Forbes.com and Entrepreneur.com. And I love that I can write for these columns because it gives me a platform to speak to a wider audience about business and business finances. In Forbes, I talk about both business finances and managing your personal finances as well. And in Entrepreneur, I stick to business finances. To date, I have also been published on Business Insider. Getting the media attention really is about getting the credibility. So if Forbes and Entrepreneur and Business Insider didn't trust me, then there wouldn't be a reason for you to trust me. So that adds to my credibility. And I'm honored to be sharing this information with so many people. And I just want to help people. Plain and simple. Just a Canadian girl trying to get out there and showing you why you need to know your numbers. Another interesting fun fact about me is accounting is my second career. Oddly enough, my background is actually in social work. So I laugh because it's just polar opposite. My whole childhood and during my high school years, all I wanted to do was help people. And the first career that I embarked on right out of high school was social work, and I loved it. But I also quickly realized that if I wanted to live a life above the poverty line and I wanted to give lots of love and emotional support to my future family, then I needed to find a different career path. How I ended up in accounting, I'll never fully understand, but I did. And I do like it. But what I do love is helping women. So I combine my knowledge of numbers and I have a superior knowledge of numbers and I'm a money expert and I take those years of experience and I combine them with my life coaching certification and my background in social work. And I feel that's what makes me approachable to most women because I understand that money and numbers can cause a lot of emotion. It can stir up a lot of stuff in us. And throughout this podcast, we're going to talk about things like that. And I want you to feel like, hey, you know what, what I'm feeling is completely normal. Like it's okay to be scared of these numbers, or it's okay to feel like maybe I shouldn't be charging as much as I do, but you should. But we're going to talk about issues like that. Just, you know, money mindset issues that could possibly be holding you back. We don't want that. We want to address those and resolve them so that you can be the best and wealthiest entrepreneur that you can be. So that's how I formed my business coaching career. It's coaching women in all things money related. I coach on personal finance and I coach on business finance and I love it. I feel that when my coaching clients, I can approach them with my unique perspective and a combination of caring and maybe a little bit of tough love sometimes. And I absolutely love it. I am here to serve and help women because I believe in you and I want to help you. And I also want to show you what's possible. Another reason I chose to branch out and start my own business is through the experience I had seen with so many well-intentioned, brilliant business owners who struggled with understanding and managing their financial information. And I get it because being an entrepreneur is hard. We have to wear so many hats and we're not good at everything and we won't be good at everything and we shouldn't be expected to be good at everything. And maybe accounting and financial information isn't your thing and that's totally okay. 
but it's still teachable. It's still a skill that you need to understand. So I might be a numbers machine, but I definitely have my own business weaknesses as well. And I'll throw that right out onto the table because I have no shame at admitting this. And my weakness is marketing, marketing and sales. I hate it. I hate marketing. Some people love it. Some people are completely natural at it. But for me, this is hard work. I find it a struggle to get my messaging down right and know what my marketing plan is and sales funnels and whatever else that comes up with marketing. So that's why I hire coaches to help me. It also frustrates me and brings me no joy. But I also know that I have to do it. I recognize this has to be done. So I hire coaches. I have no shame in it. And I just remind people and myself if I'm feeling a little vulnerable and maybe a little stupid that we all have our zone of geniuses. And mine is money and understanding money and how it operates. And it is not marketing and I'm not going to feel bad about it. So I want you to feel the same way about money. Okay, so just because I hire coaches to help me with my marketing doesn't mean I don't do it. I just get their help to understand what it is that I need to be doing so I can reach more people and help them. And who knows, maybe you're going to start loving your numbers. I sure hope you do. I'm here to help you. So you will have your strengths and weaknesses and you will play on your strengths and get help with your weaknesses. So if business finances are your weakness, then you are definitely in the right place. So just to reiterate the point I was trying to make earlier, being more involved in your business finances and think like a CFO does not mean you need to be trained like an accountant. It just simply means that you should understand your business finances. Show up for your business in the financial way. The goal is to read your financial reports and understand what the numbers are telling you. That's key in understanding how your business operates. The three common financial reports that you're going to use as a small business or solo entrepreneur are the balance sheet, the profit and loss statement, and the cash flow statement. And these are quite easy to read them and they're quite easy to use. Understanding why you have a budget for your business And how important it is to measure your progress against that budget is key. So that's another thing I'm going to talk about. I'm a firm believer, regardless of your business size, that every business should have a budget. I often say a goal without a plan is just a wish. And that applies to budgets. Budgets essentially, although they sound completely boring and unnecessary if you're small, they are super important because What they're doing is they're taking your goal and they're solidifying it into a plan. And then what happens is you have a plan of action and you can make your goals a reality. So often what happens with a budget, a business budget, is that you do it at the beginning of the year and basically you're establishing these goals for your business. You're saying like, I want to reach this certain amount of revenue and I'm going to have to break it up into small steps every month. Maybe it's 10000 each month and you're going to figure out what it is you need to achieve that. So basically, you're going to have to calculate your expenses that go against the revenue that you're going to be earning. You're going to have to pay yourself a salary. You're going to have to mind your taxes. You have to pay installments for everything that you're earning. You're going to have to learn all that stuff. And it sounds intimidating, but it's not. And once you have a system in place, and I'm going to show you these systems, 
you will have your business running very smoothly. And I guarantee you that you're going to be able to run a report at any given time of the month if your books are up to date, which we're going to address there as well. Any time of the month, you'll run this report and you will understand where you are financially in your business. You'll understand that if you're falling short of your revenue goals, you're going to understand if your expenses are overinflated and it's time to do some expense plugs. You're going to understand how much you need to set aside to pay your taxes. You're going to understand your business intimately because when you understand your business intimately like that, it's going to make you the best possible business owner that you can be. Your business is your baby. I mean, you put so much time and effort into this. It makes no sense to outsource the finance responsibility part of your business. And like I said, I'm not telling you not to use your accountant or your bookkeepers. I think bookkeepers are fantastic. I use a bookkeeper myself, but I take like your bookkeeper is basically inputting the financial data for your business. It's a very simple process. And then I take that information And I run valuable reports that are going to tell me where I stand in my business financially. So I always insist that my books are accurate and I insist that they are up to date. So when I'm running my reports, I know that I can rely on my reports. And then I read my reports and I understand what I need to work at and where I'm doing well. And then the last part that I really want you to understand for your financial foundation is your cash flow. This is really important because this is what keeps business humming along. If you don't have the cash coming in, then you're not going to have the money to pay yourself or your bills. And that pretty much, I mean, we all can't live off of nothing. I'm going to teach you how to cash plan. And there's a system in place for that as well. There's system in place for everything that makes it run smoothly. Knowing how you manage your cash and ensuring that you meet your financial obligations is key. So when you have these four steps, you can move on to expanding your financial knowledge. And that will come more naturally to build upon because what you're going to do is you're going to create your basic financial knowledge. You're going to have a solid understanding of that. And then everything else that you're learning on top of it is just going to be like icing on the cake. It's extra information that you're going to be learning about because businesses are constantly growing and evolving and changing and there's different information coming at us. And being an entrepreneur is totally about lifelong learning. So make business finances a lifelong learning project for your business. If you want more information on building your financial foundation, you can go to my website and download a free copy of my signature CFO Money Method Framework. My website is melissahoustoncpa.com and right on the front page, you're going to see the free download. Thanks for listening to the Think Like a CFO podcast with Melissa Houston CPA. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And remember, nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.